Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Welcome to the WSO Weekly Wrap-Up, where I talk with my team about the five most trending discussions in the Wall Street Oasis community. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WSO Weekly Wrap-Up. Today, we're just going to go through three of the top discussions in the past week. Matt, kick us off. Terrific. Thanks, Pat. So March 30th, guys, uh, Thursday here. First topic that we've seen in the forums trending, and I, one of my favorite ones here, what's the dumbest thing you've done in a meeting? Um, this is a great conversation, given remote work is still, still prevalent in today's uh, time. I would say myself, dumbest thing I've done in a meeting was actually here at Wall Street Oasis. It was by mistake, Pat. I don't know if you remember this. I think two summers ago when I first came on board, we have our, our, our Monday morning uh, weekly calls with the team. I thought I, my cam was off for whatever reason. I had no shirt on when I was on cam. <laughs> I do and remember. I don't even, I did not even remember that for whatever reason. I just remember you pinging me saying I had to shut your cam off. Um, <laughs> be a bit more careful. Um, and so that was definitely a bit of a Coming straight from the gym. Yeah, I just you know, did not even realize it. So now I'm definitely, my eyes are always looking at that little green dot beside my webcam uh, here on my laptop to, to double check. But that's definitely my- I'm surprised my, uh, after 16 years, that's the worst we've seen on a webcam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and if I'm not, was that, that was that was during COVID, I guess, right? So that was the other remote work that's why. I know Wall Street Oasis, we've always been remote, but um, yeah. that was definitely, you think I would have been a little bit more used to that now too, but- yeah, I, I don't know. I have no explanation for that. I just, I, I was pretty embarrassed. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. What would you guys, any, anything you guys have uh, have come across in, in your own times? Nabil, how about you? Even I guess in person, in person too. I mean, we don't have to keep it remote, but with Nabil is person. always polished. He never, he doesn't have anything <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> well, I'll tell, I'll tell, I'll tell a story. So like nothing really in a meeting as much. I mean, I've kind of, um, in terms of like dumbest things I've done, maybe like spoken up when numbers like don't look good in front of like to an MD or something like that. Um, been a little bit like too comfortable with the numbers and just like spoken up before letting my VP or associate um, chime in. So I'd say probably a little bit of that. I was probably sleep deprived and like couldn't even see straight though. So I didn't care. <laughs> um, but a funnier story is like when I was an analyst at Rothschild, um, I remember going home near Boston for like, the one, like the two days I had off for like the whole year or something was around Christmas and I got a haircut and like, I told the guy, like, I want to kind of short, but he like went really short, like military, like basically a zero. And yeah. then like one of those fades, you know what I mean? Like really, yeah. really aggressive. This is back in like, Oh, two. It wasn't like as it ever, like it's not as trendy. I was going to say that's like the, trendy that's trendy, but it was a skin fade. <laughs> it was like a skin fade, man. So I get back in there and there's an associate, um, He's hilarious. This guy was hilarious. The loudest guy in the entire, like entire floor. He was an associate at the time, but he walked around like he was an MD, like basically like just on every, on good terms, you know, like on good terms with all like the CEOs and all this stuff. Just guy was hilarious, like really loud. 
obnoxious, you know, typical banker, you know, spends more than he making on his base, like party yeah. hard, you know, needs that needs that like $500,000 bonus not to her, her, go back. Hermes tie. Hermes yeah, tie. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, everything. And just, he'd be like, oh, Curtis, come on, man. Like, you know, stuff like that. So I'm, I'm sitting there in the bullpen and I know I'm going to get shit. Like, I'm like trying to hide in my cubicle. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, I like see him out of the corner of my eye, way down the hallway, but he can kind of see it in the bullpen and I hear, you can't get away with that like just screaming amazing like in front of the whole office i'm like oh god they probably thought you were joining the military or something yeah everyone's making military jokes and yeah it was bad it was bad luckily i well i gotta follow up on that did you go back to that hairdresser after no <laughs> well, it was it was back in I was in New York. It was when I was back home in Boston. So, like you know, I was just like, I'll oh, quickly just trim it up or whatever. And he was like, Zero. Uh, Well, now I follow up on my follow up. How much did you pay for that? Was it like were they giving it away for free the cuts there, or was it like a decent? Uh, was, you probably can't remember. I that. don't know, twenty bucks or something back then. It's like a yeah. twenty dollar haircut. Well, I know. I actually I thought I saw something. Uh, I think some certain places in New York now are charging like. 200 bucks for a haircut for a men's haircut that's right uh, which is absolutely ludicrous in my opinion um, i'm still getting my cuts for 50 bucks i don't know what the, the going rate is i still get my haircut for now zero dollars i just do my own with a buzzer can <laughs> 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 you i'm sure people can tell but uh <laughs> keep, keep, the, keep the money in your pockets right yeah i'm balding anyway i'll be bald and like i'm thinking i was gonna buzz it all soon anyway so um, no pat you gotta you gotta fly over to turkey turkey get the get the hair Get the hair fixed, yeah. Hair Transplant. Fixed. You guess what you guys telling me? I don't know. Is it really? Oh, good? There's a lot. There, it looks real. Better. I see people even just at my own gym. There's been at least like four people that have done it randomly within the past like three months. Wow. And it's, it's looking good, and and I've seen. Yeah, I've, just, I've looked it up myself. So I wouldn't think it's like hair plugs, but just more like done better or something. It's hair plugs. It's from your own hair. From my understand, yeah, they take it from the yeah. back of your head. No, I we're we're. Getting out of pain, uh, getting out of. Uh, this is important. Uh, yeah, yeah, getting out of different. I, mean, different I can see you're pretty young. I think you're going to be having the same issue. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go there. Yeah, yeah. Sometime <laughs> in the future, like in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, and I will too. I would say still pretty tiny. My hair is super thin, but nonetheless, take it from the back of your head, and then they they put uh, all the little follicles back uh, back in the top of your head there. But I think yeah, Turkey's well known for it, and it's much more cost yeah. effective um, compared to doing it onshore, but. I guess that's a lot of what uh, people in our audience will be looking forward towards. If you're obviously male, stressful jobs and investment banking, um, the trade-off between lots of money in your yeah. early days to your hair in your mm-hmm. 40s and 50s. So um, if you're signing up for for this career, you, you probably have it coming. But let's move on to the second second topic here, guys. Um, another one that's been trending in the uh, in the forums, uh, and I guess we'll start with you, Pat, giving you the older the older one here on the panel. Um, it was around uh, your walk away money. How much do you need do you need to get paid to walk away from from your front office job? So so Pat, we'll, we'll kick it off with you. What's what's your walk away number? Um, obviously, WSL is a little bit different, but if you yeah, when I go, was when I was like an analyst back then, um, you could have like I couldn't have stayed in high finance. Well, that's so I couldn't have stayed in banking. So like, um, if it would have taken a lot of money for me to stay, like I would have. Like I, I was gonna leave either way. Like I, I think everyone knows I was burnt out after my second year at Rothschild. So that it would have taken me zero to walk away because I was like ready to go anyways. <laughs> but uh, if like you're talking private equity, probably like for that time, it probably would have taken me probably like only two million. Two Sim- million. Simply because like I, I think at that point, like you're like, hey, 
to get that money today, uh, assuming that's tax free, to get that money today, I'd be able to um, you know invest it and then also potentially do something outside of high finance, like entrepreneur, like like what I did anyways. So uh, entrepreneurial and or even a more cush job, like a corporate finance job, and do more side projects and stuff like that. So for me, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like super high to walk away because I wasn't like a traditional. I was kind of off the tracks anyways. Like that's what I ended up doing. So it wouldn't have taken that much to walk away because I think there's a lot of other things you can do with your life that are interesting. So two million was your your answer for when you were an analyst back in the day. No, analysts would have been like, get me out. But I'd say private equity associates. Oh, sorry, so like, okay, so so, but what what would be that number then today, right? Because two million back then is definitely not have the same purchasing three. power as two million today. Only, it's only three now. Yeah, well, like if you know, I'm saying like, oh, walk away now from from WSO. Or no, I'm even saying like as as an individual now, if you were in private equity, you had to walk away. Like, oh, well, I'd probably be much away, higher. Probably not. I'd be yeah. much higher. And at that point, like the carry is much higher. I'd say much, it'd be much higher. If I had already put in the time and whatever, like why am I going to walk away when all the money's starting to come in? So it'd probably be like closer to 10 million or something like that or 15 yeah. million. Because yeah, I'm seeing some people in the forums right around 5 million is what they'd be willing to walk away with. And yeah. again, making the, making the, the note that it's uh, has to be after tax naturally. Yeah, which is a lot of money, right? It's a yes. lot of money. So, um, I, yeah, I'd say about that, um, you know, especially a lot of people in the forums are thinking like, oh, some people are like, that's insane. That's so much money. But if you're like in New York or California, like where I am, and you have any kids, like it's, it's that actually- That money goes quickly. And that money goes super quickly. A uh, house right behind me is now getting listed. It's a 3,500 square foot house. It's it's really nice, but it's 3.5 million. Yeah. It's like ridiculous. It's like a lot. And that's like it's not like and it's not even there's not a big lot. It's a small lot. It's on a hill. So there's lots of steps in the house. So like, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy, man. Um anyway. Maybe what what do you think? What's your what's your walk away number? I guess right now, like that's just a I gave you. I want to make sure I don't. I make sure I don't pay you guys too much. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's the walk away number for yourself? Uh, honestly, not like a, a place like where growth is good. I mean, uh, I wouldn't walk away from like a growth opportunity, but if I had to like walk away and like, uh, chill or whatever, I'd probably go for like four or five because you invested your, your free cash flow. Just once you invest it, will take care of you for a decent amount of time. You could probably travel, do stuff, you know, but then I'm not sure if that's the kind of You don't of have life. a family. If you don't have a family, yeah. you'd be fine. Actually, yeah, two yeah. or three would be fine because, you know, especially if you're like a young guy and you don't care about like you don't need to stay in a nice place. You can just like you you have a ton of freedom at that level. Yeah, uh, if you're looking like family, like better to have three to four at least. I'd say. See, but yeah. so I'd I'd actually I was thinking like prior to even starting this combo around the same as you guys, but now I'm thinking like I think you have to just shoot much higher because if the caveat is like you can't go to work again, this is like your true walk away. Oh yeah. Only having say five mil a year in your. Yeah, I'm not assuming that. that. Like, I'm not assuming that. I'm not assuming you. Yeah. You, do anything you're else. not. As, oh, okay. I, see. So I was <laughs> gonna say that life can get pretty. Not. It's not even just like the money running out. I just think like life can get boring. Oh like, yeah. To a point where it's like you know what. Well, if you had to, if you had to like not work, it. I would be like, Ugh. like, well, what do you? Doing? I need a lot. Yeah, I would need a lot to make yeah. sure I could do like super extravagant stuff to keep me. <laughs> but really you could do fun stuff. Like you could, you could do if you got enough money, you could do stuff like a YouTube channel and stuff like that, where you like go out and you produce fun things, you do pranks on people or you do like whatever yeah, way yeah. stuff, you help people and stuff like that. Like that's that what I would, yeah. 
that would yeah. be a blast. So like you see some of these YouTube channels where people like go and they give a thousand dollars to somebody who needs it or something like that. Like that would be cool. Yeah. So if you have enough money, you can do a fun channel like that. So you'd have hobbies that could end up making you more money. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. But yeah, I think the number would have to be much higher if like you were forced to not do anything productive, like because then that would, <laughs> that would just suck. I think in general, like your life would suck. Um, it yeah. Gets, yeah. You can't just lay on the beach, get pretty bored. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's just also interesting to get your your point of view over ours, where it's like you obviously have children, you understand how much that costs. I've only heard from my parents, and I'm sure it's probably coming from a place when naturally when every parents harp on on things it's just you know kids are expensive right so and i don't know if there's any truth to this but i think i I remember seeing somewhere where it's like close to a million bucks to raise like each kid from start to finish like from you know from like zero to whatever it is like 21 where it is about a million dollars each kid uh, sounds about right uh, (laughs) to to do that which so it's like when you start thinking things right and i i think say to myself okay well what does that one million entail does that entail you know a great school extracurriculars such as you know football hockey golf or is that million dollars just a pretty you know average life so that gets me kind of worried too for it's myself as I start thinking. it's less than a million if you're like out but you're like in toronto it's probably for sure a million but like if you're in a you're like midwest you can definitely raise a kid for less money if you go public schools the whole way you you know aren't going on vacations and doing all this stuff but if you're trying to take your kids on vacation if you send them to a private school, you have three kids, like forget it. You're it's like it's more than a million. Like, yeah, you know, when you're talking about lost uh, opportunity costs and the return on money, too, especially like um, you know, that's a lot of after tax dollars out the window. Um yeah. So like yeah. the kindergarten, like it's a 30 grand here. That's after tax dollars. So think about that. Jeez, for, for kindergarten? For kindergarten. For first, yeah. Damn. So Damn. like think of like what that's one kid. Imagine you had three kids, that's like a hundred thousand dollars after tax. <laughs> tax and you're getting taxed here in california probably like at the upper rates you're getting taxed close yeah. to over 50 percent um so you know anywhere from your effective tax rates probably you know if you're working at like apple or a couple of netflix or whatever you're probably making a couple hundred thousand at least so you're probably your yeah. tax rate is probably 35 40 percent for each and yeah. all you're making you're not really pocketing as much um so yeah there's people here who are like have two high paying jobs and are like living paycheck to paycheck because their mortgage is like crazy. Yeah, well, there's actually in this same thread here, someone made a comment asking, uh, how are you saving only $150,000 if you're making over a million dollars a year? <laughs> That's it's just a it's lifestyle creep where you live. So I think there is a lot of factors that people aren't realizing because I'm only seeing like these small numbers of like five mil, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't think I'm, that I'm seeing it like where, you know, Terry does well, and you know, we're doing okay. And the vacations though man like literally flying five people like round trip anywhere it's like you're yeah. easy you're out three to four grand like easy yeah. that's if you like easy. find a deal on like a tuesday yeah and there's no first class around there, christmas right? thanksgiving like, forget it like you're talking commercial yeah that's not forget it so I mean, it adds up fast but you know we think they're great so that's life yeah i guess <laughs> pros and cons right so <laughs> pros and cons but cool okay great great topic here i I think the third topic what we're planning to do here guys is we're just going to discuss the markets here as a as a wrap-up so um nothing too too market moving this week i think we didn't see anything come out of the fed i think some some high uh high topic things we have seen is just some other countries around the world settling um oil transactions uh outside of the petrodollar so doing it in the lawn specifically but from my understanding, it looks like indices have been trending upwards. I don't know if you guys haven't seen anything different. It looks like, uh, when I say trending, though, kind of like recovering off of a blip, it looks like it's still kind of sideways. S&P at about 
We're grinding 4, higher. 000. Grinding higher. Yeah, what, everything's going high. up except Schwab. So be careful. <laughs> except Schwab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you think? You think Schwab's gonna have issues? I think people are. They're all over the news. Uh, they're all over the news. They're going lower and lower. So are they? Because I, I saw. I saw. I think when I opened up CNBC this morning, I, I thought. Well, I saw the markets rallying, or at least trying to rally, saying that. Um, you know, investors are kind of betting that the the whole regional bank and and bank scandals kind of. Um, yes, the regionals the, are all like rallying. I think, but Schwab just. I what, what's happening with Schwab? I, haven't, book, right? I haven't seen anything personally. I just don't know what what's going on with Schwab. You guys, you guys know what what the headlines calling for. People are mo- mowing money apparently from. Well, they have, oh, okay. so they have they have the brokerage arm, right? But they have a bank yeah. as well. So I think that's the concern is that the bank side of it's going to be. So it's another bank yeah. run similar to what's already happened, yeah, I guess. Exactly. Oh, okay. I mean, the brokerage side of things, though, you know, there's custodial stuff, so you don't have to be yeah. like I have money with Schwab, um, so like I'd be nervous if it was like in the bank side, <laughs> like if it was a deposit, like a bank. I don't have a savings account or a checking account. I'd be more a lot more nervous there, but. Um, but yeah, as a broker, you know, with the brokerage account, it's kind of like... Yeah, so people are moving money from the bank to the brokerage, basically, money yeah. market. Exactly, everyone's so ripping just, it, everyone's ripping it, or ripping it in the money market, putting it in the money market, right, to protect themselves. Yeah, so they just got downgraded by, I don't know, someone just downgraded them. Yeah, it's That's down 5% as we speak, it's down 5% today. And oh, geez, okay. I own Schwab, I own the stock, I put in a stop loss on it, it probably triggered, actually, I should look, that'd be fun. I should probably pay attention. Let me see if this uh, <laughs> this this traded here. Uh, yeah, apparently Morgan Stanley uh, de- uh downgraded them. So, Ooh, that's a- and City. Yeah, typically uh, not a good thing when you see that. Now it's still I'm still holding on. I'm still up forty percent on the uh, on when I I mean I bought them a long time ago. So, but it's probably oh, getting yeah. really close close to getting triggered. It's probably getting really close to getting triggered. If it keeps if it keeps grinding lower today, it'll probably just it'll, it'll just, I'll just take my victory lap and get out before <laughs> before I give it all away like I did on Peloton. <laughs> I learned my lesson on a few of those. Up a hundred percent, thinking I'm like the man. Oh, this is so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's that was a, that's that's similar to all the crypto bros too, right, Pat? Like all oh, the yeah. past year, making all the money. Yeah. On on the topic of which is actually looks like crypto has been rallying, which is uh, interesting to see. I guess just kind of given still the macro climate. Um, I mean, it, I, I guess the stop see. losses. I mean, Coinbase. I assume they allow you to do that with Coinbase Pro and stuff like that, right? They allow you to put in like a trailing stop losses and stuff like that. So, like as the, as um, the- I I think so. Do they? I- I don't know. You 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 use Coinbase Pi. I know I, I don't personally use Coinbase. I know they but... they merged Coinbase Pro with Coinbase. Um, I know there's definitely uh, Pro had a lot of here we go advanced. I'm, I'm looking at it now, but that'd be interesting. I just don't I don't trade a lot of I don't like do any sort of day trading or, or any of these kind of complicated. Yeah. I just I just hodl. Nabil, what's what's your thoughts on crypto? I don't think we we really had too much conversation around around that. Do you? You know, you, you like the space. Where where do you kind of? I do, on? I do. Actually, not in oh, really? not in the sense of like, uh, because <laughs> I got involved in crypto in like it. 2018. I've built crypto oh, wow. miners. Yeah. Oh wow. So okay, cool. I, I used to have two miners at home, but it gets really hot. Like I got a yeah. bunch of GPUs put together, uh, put together a miner. But this was when like Ethereum was like 170, whatever. So I used to buy a little bit. Then it went to. I think it rallied, then fell really hard. And then it went back up. I just sold everything. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to risk it again. 
Yeah, yeah. Just, just go out of it. Because back then, like, you, I, I did used to have time to, like, look at it and, like, sort of be involved. Just now there's, like... And back then, too, like, it's the same thing. Right? I don't think much has changed. It's, I, I see it was happening. There's all this shit coins or whatever. Then I think in the middle, <laughs> there was a China issue. China's planning... I don't I know think, if they're yeah. banned. No, but, so China, I think it's banned, but I think I saw something Hong Kong is going to like allow, make it legal for retail investment to, to get into crypto. And I think that's where um, a lot of people are hoping for liquidity to come into the markets coming straight from, from China. Oh, I think wow. that's supposed to kind of change over the next few months. I think they're, they're rolling back a lot of their restrictions that they had. So it's an interesting change in tone. Um, not too sure what their overall goal is because they were super adamant on on yeah banning uh crypto altogether and it kind of seems like it's against uh a lot of things the government leaves in there but yeah i mean um i'm excited for that liquidity to hopefully flow in um but definitely don't have my fingers crossed anymore i think i've learned that um in the crypto been world doubling down anything, in the crypto winter anything <laughs> could happen <laughs> gotta shoot my shot pack for that walk away number i need yeah that you do it's, it's probably the only way you're gonna get there fast right <laughs> if, if I, I, after this conversation i realized frig i'm 28 if i want to have three kids i need three mil just to support them <laughs> not my own lifestyle so over time man home, over time you don't need it right my, now and my home in toronto that I, I i hope to buy one day so i need a i need uh these things to to, to go to the moon as they say and, and get me my 10 mil <laughs> I would not. Not investment. I would not. I would not buy real estate right now. Not. Oh yeah, never. I would not buy real estate right now. Yep. I think. uh, Yeah, you could be. Oh, so you're like uh, holding a lot of crypto mats? No, not a lot. I I say I do it in a way where it's. I would say um, I don't know, maybe five, six percent of my overall portfolio. I just like it because it's something where, yeah, I'm not over over leveraging myself. allocate small amounts every month just do like a dca action oh yeah kind of t- took um took that from pat i know pat you've been you've mentioned you've been doing that for for a number of years now and, and i think that's probably just the easiest way to go about it yeah, i've, I've yeah. learned the hard way doesn't matter how much time and effort i put into it i'm not timing nothing in this market so <laughs> but you got, yeah. i think you know they, they tell you that coming in or you learn that or you read that coming into thinking i'm gonna become a great trader but you get humbled pretty quickly. And, and I think you got to actually go through oh, it and yeah. get humbled in order to learn. It's probably best just to, to DCA if you're a believer DCA, yeah. um, in it. So that's kind of where I'm at. But yeah, definitely um, not taking any super big risks with having like a 20% allocation in, in this stuff. Um, just a little bit of upside. To, I think Tesla you know, doesn't own any more Doge anymore, Doge or Bitcoin. I think they got rid of it. No, they own Bitcoin. <laughs> they own Bitcoin. I, don't I think, think, they, I think I, they got I rid think, of it or they sold it for a while. I, no, they sold a, a piece of it. Okay. I remember uh, they sold a, a small amount of it, and their excuse was to to prove that there's liquidity, um, <laughs> right? And uh, wanting to have it on your balance sheet, it's not yeah. just like a sunk cost. You could there it is a liquid um, asset. But that was uh, amongst the crash I think happening uh, yeah. last year when Tesla was even struggling, and I think the whole markets were kind of pulling back. Um, Elon is a big Doge advocate, so um, we'll see what with that. Uh, uh, There's no limit on Doge, right? It's like unlimited supply. Yeah, yeah unlimited <laughs> supply. Um, I love it. Constant, uh, yeah, constant. Uh, yeah, constant printing. I think I, 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 I took a little bit of interest into into like the meme coin space. And I think with Doge, it's like yeah, five billion dollars worth of like issuance every year. So it's diluting itself by five bill. Um, 
but I mean, at its peak, it was trading at an $80 billion valuation, right? So, um, you know, $5, five billion is significant, but not uh, too, too crazy uh, if you believe in these crazy cycles. But um, yeah, I think the markets will overall just kind of summarize crabbing along, moving sideways is what I'm seeing. Maybe a slight trend up, trying to push up, but I think still kind of getting spooked by um, everything going on. So um, any other comments, guys, or do you think we should we should call it for this one? Let's call it. Cool. Well, we'll end it off. I will say, I think baseball season starting off today. I don't know if uh, anyone, any listeners are baseball fans, but MLB is kicking off. So, um, with the pitch clock, yeah, with the pitch clock, and and no FTX sponsors. That's one thing <laughs> I've noticed by watching a few, some spring season ball. There's no FTX sponsors on That's on okay. the umps uh, on the umps gear because I know that was uh, where FTX made a big splash, obviously. Um, sponsoring that so yeah pitch count that's interesting to see but yeah season kicks off so on my other things let's go jays um we'll take down the socks this year hopefully pat um, i don't know if you, you're not watching too much but no i'm not um, celtics and and if i'm lucky if i'm lucky um watch one game no, that's what happens but um got it cool. well, well great 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 convo this week guys well we'll be around next next thursday to uh, do it all over again cool thanks guys and thanks to you my listeners at wall street oasis if you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way, Patrick at WallStreetOasis.com. Until next time.